All right. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Pastor Eli James here. This is Bloodlines and Eurofolk Radio. And today is June 18th, 2023. And we're going to continue with the document from Henry Ford's The International Jew, Chapter 10. I put a link in the Eurofolk Radio chat room. I'm going to see if I can put one in the Eurofolk Radio chat room on Telegram as well. Doing that right now. There it is. But unfortunately, uh, my audio, my live audio function on Eurofolk Radio on uh, Telegram stopped working. And so we'll have to do some troubleshooting to get that working again. In any case, the link is in the chat room for this article. It's actually, I highly recommend everybody get the the link for Henry Ford's. Hold on, I've got to I've got to re uh, reload this. My uh, chat room screen went blank. <laughs> it does it timed out, so I have to reestablish it and get the link for you for Henry Ford's Henry Ford's book The International Jew and it's chapter 10 that we're going to be looking at and uh, here we go I have to reestablish my connection to the chat room to grab the link and there it is The International Jew Hi, Bavaria man. Okay, and as I uh, put in the link, uh, no Michael today because he's uh, he's doing Father's Day in Sweden. I didn't know they did Father's Day in Sweden on the same day they do it here in America. So if you go to that link on the International Jew and click on Chapter 10, which is the Jewish Protocols, we're going to pick it up there, and you can do a word search, Control-F, for the word stupidity. And we're going to pick it up, uh, the paragraph before that, because uh, they say, or William Cameron, who is the main author of Henry Ford's Dearborn Independent, and the primary author of the book, The International Jew, has made several statements about how the Jews are able to maintain stupidity among the Goyim. All right, so I'm going to, the the word stupidity is in this paragraph, the, the criticisms which these protocols pass upon the Gentiles, I'm just going to substitute Goyim for wherever they use Gentiles, uh, pass upon the Goyim for their stupidity are just, but I'm going to start with the paragraph above that just to set up the context. And it reads, again, a reading of the protocols makes it clear that the speaker himself was not seeking for honor. Of course, these are the top dog Zionists at the first Zionist uh, Congress in Basel, Switzerland, I believe the year was 1896. These are essentially the minutes of that meeting that were translated first into Russian by uh, Sergei, I can't remember his last name now, uh, a guy named Sergei who translated to Russian, and from there it was translated into various languages, German, English, etc. Okay. So, 
A reading of the protocols makes it clear that the speaker himself was not seeking for honor. There is a complete absence of personal ambition throughout the document. All plans and purposes and expectations are merged in the future of Jewry, which future, it would seem, can only be secured by the subtle breaking down of certain world ideas held by the Goyim. The protocols speak of what has been done, what is being done at the time these words were given, and what remained to be done. Nothing like them in, the, in completeness of detail, in breadth of plan, and in deep grasp of the hidden springs of human action has ever been known, or human psychology, even more important, or as the uh, saying goes, idleness is the beginning of all uh, evil, or as Nietzsche put it, idleness is the beginning of all psychology, and you can uh, say psychoanalysis too, idle Jews working up the the plans of psychology, uh, a la Sigmund Fraud, and uh, the, the entire dogma of the psychological educational system is all garbage. There's, there's no, they have no way of correcting people's mental problems except dispensing drugs, which makes your, your mental problems even worse. Okay. I've seen that firsthand, making your mental problems even worse. There's nothing like it in the, in the world, uh, but uh, Jewish psychology. That's the, the, what the world is being run by at the moment. And of course, Jewish dispensaries called Walmart and Walgreens and CVS, etc. Get your, line up for your drugs, line up for your shots, etc., etc., like good little Goyim. They are verily terrible in their mastery of the secrets of life, equally terrible in their consciousness of that mastery. Well, didn't Genesis 3.1 say that the Nahash was more subtle, that is, devious, crafty, than any beast of the field. Yeah, and his children, the sons of Cain, the sons and daughters of Cain, have that craftiness built into their DNA. Truly, they would merit the opinion which Jews have recently cast upon them, that they were the work of an inspired madman, right? Namely, Nakash. Too bad that they didn't understand the Bible as we do, we two seed liners do. Were it not that what is written in the protocols in words is also written upon the life of today in deeds and tendencies, and it's written upon the DNA of the Jews, folks. It's just too bad that William Cameron wasn't a two-seed liner. He would have been able to express himself even more thoroughly, but that's what, I, that's what I'm here for. The criticisms which these protocols pass upon the Goyim for their stupidity are just... It is impossible to disagree with a single item in the protocol description of Gentile mentality, or Goya mentality, and veniality. You're right, they, well, they have made us so with their stupid educational system, uh, which is run by Jews worldwide. Okay, so, yeah, if you can, uh, Bavarian, if you can uh, find a link for Chapter 10 and search for the word stupidity, it's the first instance of the word stupidity in chapter 10, control F. And there's a little box that appears and you type in the word stupidity and hit enter and it'll show up. But let's continue. 
let me repeat this sentence here. This is, uh, I mean, William Cameron had it nailed down. It is impossible to disagree with a single item in the protocol's description of goy mentality and veniality. Even the most astute of the goy thinkers have been fooled into receiving as the motions of progress what has only been insinuated into the common human mind by the most insidious systems of propaganda. Yeah, total propaganda. All propaganda, all the time. It is true that here and there a thinker has arisen to say that science so-called was not science at all. It is true that here and there a thinker has arisen to say that so-called economic laws of both conservatives and radicals were not laws at all, but artificial inventions. It is true that occasionally a keen observer has asserted that the recent debauch of luxury and extravagance was not due to the natural impulses of the people at all, but was systematically stimulated, foisted upon them by design. It is true that a few have discerned that more than half of what passes for public opinion is mere hired applause and booing and has never impressed the public mind. Well, it has impressed the public mind. That's the problem. The public mind is clueless as to where these ideas come from. Ever since the Jews took control of mass media, starting with radio, in the 1920s, they already had the press in Europe in the early 1800s, right after the, well, even before the Battle of Waterloo. The Jews had uh, purchased much of the European press. The fact that they controlled the press of France enabled them to instigate the French Revolution and to instigate the uh, assassination, chopping off the heads of Marie Antoinette and her husband, Louis XVI, I believe. So, folks, their control of the press in the modern era is just undisputed. It's totally undisputed. And occasionally a a new republic or a new country may pop up that the Jews don't control the press in. However, that that only lasts for a short period of time because Jewish money comes in and purchases all of the mass media relatively easily. Relatively easily. So let's continue here. The chief explanation of the hold which the protocols have had on many of the leading statesmen of the world for several decades is that they explain whence all these false influences come and what their purpose is. They give a clue to the modern maze. It is now time for the people to know. Well, isn't it, doesn't this book of Revelation say, uh, Revelation twelve, fifteen? There's a beast that has deceived the whole world. And whether the protocols are judged as proving anything concerning the Jews or not, they constitute an education in the way the masses are turned about like sheep by influences which they do not understand. It is almost certain that once the principles of the protocols are known widely and understood by the people, the criticism which they now rightly make of the goy mind will no longer Hold good. Now, just look at the last couple of years. The, the ease with which the Jew media, the Jew uh, DNA distorters such as Bill Gates and their, their Jew-controlled pharmacia corporations, the ease with which they have instituted the Jew world order of changing our DNA. 
the absolute ease with which they have done this, instilling fear in the minds of the goyim who think that the jab is necessary for their health because they believe in Jew allopathic medicine and they believe the Jew commercials, how oh, 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 vaccines, so-called, are good for you. You need them to be healthy. It's total mind control. Absolute total mind control. The beast that deceiveth the whole world. It is here, folks. It is absolutely here. It is the purpose of future articles in this series to study these documents and to answer out of their contents all the questions that may arise concerning them. Before that work is begun, one question should be answered. Quote, is there likelihood of the program of the protocols being carried through to success? Well, this was written in 1920. I'll let you be the judge of that. The program is successful already. In many of its important phases, it is already a reality. But this need not cause alarm for the chief weapon to be used against such a program, both in its completed and uncompleted parts, is clear publicity, and the Jews are masters of publicity as well. Let the people know. Arousing the people, alarming the people, appealing to the passions of the people is the method of the plan outlined in the protocols. The antidote is merely enlightening the people. Well, if you can reach the people, the fact is the sleeping masses are very tough to reach. They're almost unreachable. If it weren't for alternative media, primarily available on the Internet, used to be a lot of alternative media in print. I'm, uh, my library is loaded with newsletters and magazines published by Identians from the last, well, from starting from 1979 on. I subscribe to all kinds of Christian identity newsletters. Uh, the Covenant People from South Africa. The um, I'm trying to remember the name of that great newspaper on the West Coast that published uh, a monthly magazine. And uh, numerous, numerous such articles and uh, magazines throughout the 20th century that have been Memory hold, memory hold, uh, all kind, and uh, the the work of uh, Henry Ford and William Cameron is just one example of it. The, fortunately, that survives because it was so popular in the day. But uh, the work of Father Coughlin, who reached millions of people on his radio Sunday radio show, that he was censored, the Jews put pressure on the Catholic Church to, to take him off the air. Etc., etc. We are living in a censored world, and it has been such for well over 100 years now. Okay, and referring back to the protocols, that is the only purpose of these articles. Enlightenment dispels prejudice. It is as desirable to dispel the prejudice of the Jew as of the Goyim. Jewish writers too frequently assume that the prejudice is all on one side. The protocols themselves ought to have the widest circulation among the Jewish people in order that they may check those things which are bringing suspicion upon their name, right? Yeah, the rich Jews give little Jews a bad name, don't they? <laughs> okay. Okay, 
So this uh, is from the Dearborn Independent issue of 24 July 1920. So I have to click, uh, click on the next chapter, which I will do right now. Okay. Which is entitled Jewish Estimate of Gentile Human Nature. And of course, I will be, yeah, good. Another one is Spotlight. Thank you, Lily, as well as the American Free Press. The Jubilee newspaper is the one from California, the outstanding, one of probably the best Christian identity publication ever, the Jubilee newspaper. Maybe they're available online. Maybe somebody can look that up and find the Jubilee newspaper. I've got several issues of that. Uh, Like I said, one of the best, if not the best, Christian identity publication ever. So let's get back to the International Jew. Jewish Estimate of Goy, Human Nature, quote, Upon completing this program of our present and future actions, I will read to you the principles of these theories, unquote, that's protocol number 16. And now from protocol number 22, In all that I have discussed with you hitherto, I have endeavored to indicate carefully the secrets of past and future events, and of those momentous occurrences of the near future toward which we are rushing in a stream of great crises. One crisis after another. No more merry old England. Anticipating the hidden principles of future relationships with the Goyim and of our financial operations, unquote. That was protocol number 22. So, as I have been saying all along and on the several shows that Andy and I have done about the protocols, the protocols are merely the Talmud in uh, digest form. They are the Talmud in digest form, and our people need to understand that. And whatever publications the Jews have put out besides the Talmud, where they brag about how they control us and how they manipulate us, and how they stage wars. They brag about this stuff constantly in their various Yiddish and Hebrew newspapers and magazines, of which I have many copies as well. Okay, so they're in my library, which I'm having to move from Illinois to Arkansas, which is a stupendous task, folks. (laughs) Thanks to Brother Ken for helping me with that task. In any case, Let's continue. The protocols, which profess themselves to be an outline of the Jewish world program, are found upon analysis to contain four main divisions. These, however, are not marked in the structure of the documents, but in the thought. There is a fifth, if the object of it all is included. But this object is assumed throughout the protocols, being only here and there defined in terms And the four main divisions are great trunks from which there are numerous branches. And I would say also that there are divisions of thought in the Bible, which you have to deduce from careful reading, such as the bloodline of the Nephilim through Cain. They are clearly stated starting in Genesis, well, Genesis 3, 14 and 15, and carried forward in Genesis chapter 4, the first uh, throughout that chapter, and then uh, Genesis 
If I remember, 1518, where Abraham says that the Kenites, who survived the flood, are still around, and they have merged with the Canaanites. Genesis 15:18 to the end of that chapter. And then we talk about the descendants of Canaan, who merged with the Kenites, and the descendants of Esau, who merged with the Canaanites, who eventually became known as Pharisees, whom we today know as Jews. So that theme is part of the scriptures, but it's scattered about here and there. You have to pay really close attention. And just, you could do a word search on the words Edom, Kenite, and Canaanite. If you do word searches on those three terms, and then, of course, Jew, and uh, there's your four main branches of Jewry in the Bible, right? Historically speaking, and all stemming from the fallen one called Nahash and uh, the later uh, fall of Nephilim in Genesis chapter 6, by which the idea of merging the races into one comes from. That's where it comes from. Genesis, that's, that was the plan from the beginning. That was the plan that Nakash had in seducing Eve and bringing forth Cain. But nature has resisted that merger up until the 20th century, when Jewish propaganda and mind control have come into full bloom and people actually believe that mixing the races is a good thing. And we know that that's not true. Just uh, just look at history. Wherever a, a white nation has begun to mix its seed with non-whites, that nation is gone. It's a goner. It will not survive that period of race mixing. And now we've got even worse. It's genocide by transgenderism, <laughs> right? Through... Infertility, infertility drugs, in which, uh, of course, the mRNA shot is one. Allopathic medicine is designed to create infertility, etc., etc. So the massive war against our DNA is in full bloom. I mean, I don't know how much worse it can get, but uh, it, it is going to get worse. Okay. Uh, okay, Bavaria man says we're at page seven seventy-seven. Yeah, Esau mixed with the Canaanites. What nice, nice people they must be! Thank you, David. Yeah, they are extremely nice people from the point of view of Lucifer. He uses them to the full extent. He doesn't even have to give them orders. They just do what they do naturally because their their DNA is evil. They can't help themselves. And, of course, the protocols are a, uh, again, a digest of Jewish thinking. And it's, it's a peek inside the mind of the devil. The protocols are a peek inside the mind of the devil, the Jewish rabbi. So let's continue. So there is first what is alleged to be the Jewish conception of human nature by which is meant goy nature. It is inconceivable that such a plan as that which the protocol set forth could have been evolved by a mind that had not previously based the probability of success on a certain estimate of the ignobility and corruptibility of human nature. 
which all through the protocols is referred to as the Goy nature, because they have always distinguished themselves from us, and we must therefore distinguish ourselves from them at all costs, otherwise we will not survive, because the Jewish program of race mixing is designed to destroy us. They're already race mixed. They're the most race mixed people on the face of the earth, and their propensity for genetic disease is the highest of all ethnic groups on the planet. They have all kinds of genetic diseases that no other group has ever even heard of, such as Tay-Sachs, which is a fatal genetic disease. I think the children, Jewish children born with Tay-Sachs don't, don't live beyond, you know, 10 years of age. But then they have all these other, <laughs> the Jews are the most uh, psychotic of all people because uh, race mixing produces psychotic people. And this psychosis expresses itself in the form of rage against the Goy. Then, secondly, there is the account of what has already been accomplished in the realization of the program, things actually done. Remember, this is dated 1896. Thirdly, there is a complete instruction in the methods to be used to get the program still further fulfilled, methods which would themselves supply the estimate of human nature upon which the whole fabric is based, if there were nothing else to indicate it. And, of course, you know, the, the Jews have been exposing their program in their he, he, so-called Hebrew and Goy, I should say, um, Yiddish literature. And, of course, their newspapers are published in Yiddish and Hebrew, their, their version of Hebrew, so as to prevent us from reading it. But the, so, Sergei Nihilus was the author, or the, uh, Translator, the first translator. So our great appreciation to Sergei Nihilus for translating this from whatever language it was, probably Yiddish, into Russian. And, and then from there it was translated into other languages. So let me uh, restate this. Thirdly, there is a complete instruction in the methods to be used to get the program still further fulfilled. Methods which would themselves supply the estimate of human nature upon which the whole fabric is based, if there were nothing else to indicate it. Well, there's plenty to indicate it. It's called the Talmud and Jewish literature in general, if it's been accurately translated into English for us. But very little of that literature has been translated for us. For us. But also there are Jewish exposés of Jewish literature such as Jews Must Live, there are many Jews who have written books about the Jewish program for us, but these books have not been heeded by the Goyim. They've only been heeded by those of us in Christian identity and some white nationalists, but even the white nationalists are want to read that kind of literature. It is very instructive to read the literature of the what I call the remonstrant Jews, those Jews who have abandoned the Jewish program and have decided for their own reasons to expose it. And that book, Jews Must Live, is one of the most important books of Jewish expose literature you will ever want to read. So look, I'm sure it's free online. Jews Must Live. 
So let's continue. Fourth, the protocols contain in detail some of the achievements which, at the time these words were uttered, were yet to be made. Some of these desired things have been achieved in the meantime, for it should be borne in mind that between the year 1905 and the year 1920, there has been time to set many influences in motion and attain many ends, such as the purchase of the American published encyclopedias and the American newspaper establishment being purchased by Jews, the New York Times originally being owned by a Mr. Ox, I forget what his first name is, O-C-H-S, and then purchased by Jews, and the nature of that publication changed dramatically from one time to the other. Okay, and I see Andy's online, probably hopefully listening to the show. As the second quotation at the head of this article would indicate, the speaker knew that events were rushing in a stream of great crises, a knowledge which is amply attested by Jewish sources outside the protocols. Yes, staged events. And we've got a miasma of staged events, not just wars, but, of course, these mass killings, which are staged by Jewish hirelings and blamed on white supremacists, don't you know? Of course, they have to mix it up and have an occasional Arab white nationalist, or sorry, Arab nationalist. Those two words are contradictory. An Arab nationalist. And in fact, let me put it there. I was, I was wrong. There is such a thing as an Arab white nationalist or Muslim white nationalist, such as the woman, the feminist neo, what should we call her? Neo, neo non-white Neo-feminist, maybe that's a good word, because she tore down a U.S. flag, set it on fire, and put up an ISIS flag in its place. Fortunately, she got arrested for doing that, but she won't be prosecuted because she's a leftist. So this is how far gone the feminists are these days. I mean, talk, talk about total brainwashing not knowing up from down, left from right, backwards from forwards. They're running around in circles like a compass needle, <laughs> spinning <laughs> spinning around and around and around. All right, folks, this is how bad it has become. But fortunately for us, we can see through all this stuff. But there are very few of us who can see through it. Okay. Yes. So, we are pure in our generations, the rest of the world, yeah, and the Jews, pure Kenites, right? Which means they're mixed race, race mixed to the hilt, okay? Yeah, yikes, yikes, kikes, right? ISIS Nazi, right? She's a neo, neo-feminist, neo-Nazi kikas. That's what she is. Neo, neo-feminist, neo-Nazi kikas. Crazy. Talk about being confused. If this series of articles represented a special pleading upon the Jewish question, the present article would seek to win the reader's confidence by presenting first a set of facts which are described under secondly in the above list of main divisions. So let me reread that. 
Secondly, there is the account of what has already been accomplished in the realization of the program, things actually done. That would be leading up to the year 1896. To begin with, the estimate of human nature here disclosed is to court alienation of the reader's interests, especially if the reader be a goy. We know from abundant sources that the Jewish estimate of human nature is, and it tallies in all respects with what is disclosed in the Protocols. But it has always been one of the fallacies of goy thought that human nature is now full of dignity and nobility. Well, that's based on an estimate of our own people, of our own DNA. Because I can tell you, if you go around small-town America, you will meet the, the friendliest, uh, non-hostile, non—what's uh, the word—supercilious, uh, non-conspiratorial non people in the world, in small-town white America. Those people still exist. And these are the people that the Jews hate the most because they are so opposite in their behavior and thinking from the Jews that the Jews can't stand it, right? These people, these friendly, uh, help your neighbor, do favors for people type, type of whites are still here, folks. The Jews have not totally corrupted our DNA because our DNA, they have corrupted it mainly in the big cities. And not in the countryside. They're working hard on that. And of course, all the daughters of such people are being sent to colleges and being turned into this neo, neo, ISIS, neo Nazi <laughs> feminist who hates America and loves, loves ISIS. Can you believe it? That's what's happening to the daughters of these very genteel people. So, Come quickly, Yahshua. We've had enough of this. Get it over with once and for all. Let, bring on the judgment day. I'm tired of it. Uh, read Psalms 53, uh, 35, 35, which is the imprecatory prayers of David. But let's continue here. Just to run through the protocols and select the salient passages in which this view is expressed is to find a pretty complete philosophy of the motives and qualities of human beings. Yeah, Satan is a master psychologist. He knows us better than we know ourselves. But the only way to truly know ourselves is to be a child of Yahweh by obeying his laws and having a forward-looking perspective that is, can only be granted by the Bible. Everything else is flawed. Nothing else matters. You have to understand the world through biblical eyes because the prophecies of what is to be and what has already come about for the last 6,000 years, a bloodline prophecy occurred 6,000 years ago, if not earlier. And every biblical prophecy concerning Israel and Edom have come true with the exception of the very last days, you know, the, the, the comet that's going to crash into the ocean, uh, causing global uh, tsunamis and the burning of, uh, of civilization by fire. That's about all that's left <laughs> of the prophecies. So we're just about there, folks. 
And they're setting off forest fires everywhere through HARP and a various sophisticated technology. Uh, we talked about this last weekend where they set off these forest fires in Quebec and the smoke was blowing down into New York and New Jersey, creating kind of yellowish, reddish haze. Toxic, right? And they blame us for pollution. But we understand what's going on. Yeah. Mr. Kim Smith says, ISIS and Nazis both hate Jews, so there is a relation, I guess. <laughs> but... But ISIS is controlled by Jews, and much of neo-Nazism today is controlled by Jews as well. Right? That's the reality, folks. Only the, how should I put it, the off to the side, the totally independent neo-Nazis aren't controlled by Jews. The, the broader movement is controlled by Jews. I've seen it myself. I've seen, well, the, the Nazi group that staged that demonstration in Skokie, Umpteen years ago, the guy who organized that was a Jew who was later disowned by his parents when he, they realized that he was the one who staged that demonstration. That guy is now a Jewish pornographer in uh, Madison, Wisconsin. Controlled opposition, absolutely. Well, slaves should hate their masters, Lily. However, the slaves who don't know their slaves thank their masters. Yeah, yasa. Yes, sir. Uh, can I have some food, please? Can I have some whiskey? Can I have some this, uh, some marijuana, some methamphetamine? Please, let me go to the dispensary and get your deadly drugs by which you control our minds and bodies. Thank you very much. Yeah, yes, sir. Yes, sir. We are, thank you, Lily, we are their slaves if we don't realize that we are true Israelites and children of Yahweh instead of children of the devil, which most people have become these days. And yes, Swamp Fox, we are, we are dealing with controlled opposition, such as Donald Trump. Donald Trump brought in COVID. He's the one who authorized it. He's the one who fast-tracked it. That's the Jewish program par excellence. Didn't he say he's the king of Israel, king of the Jews? Didn't he... Proclaim himself as such. Yeah, and even, yes, Mr. Kim Smith, even uh, Israelite slaves in Egypt didn't want to leave. They were comfortable in their slavery, and the Bible has prophesied, I will bring back Sodom and Egypt. Sodom and Egypt are here again. We have homosexuality up the wazoo, literally. And slavery. We are slaves of the international Jew, just as the protocols declared they would be our masters. So, let's get back to the protocol article here. Take these words from the first protocol. Quote, It should be noted that people with evil instincts are more numerous than those with... No, I don't... I just, well, yeah, that's what the uh, protocols say. But I disagree with that. Most, most white people don't have evil instincts. They have to be manipulated to, to become evil. And, but the Jews are masters at manipulation and they control all media by which manipulation can take place. Uh, that's the reality. 
And our people have yet to learn that because why don't they want to learn that? It's because they think the Jews are God's chosen people. <laughs> they think the Jews are Israel. And they have to be good because they're God's chosen people. Aren't they? Aren't they? Uh, the, uh, this, is, this is a protocol opinion. It should be noted that people with evil instincts are more numerous than those with good ones. Therefore, the best results in governing them are attained by intimidation and violence and not by academic argument. But they've mastered academic argument. They, they brainwash our children from cradle to grave. Every man aims for power. Everyone desires to be a dictator, if possible. No, every Jew does. Moreover, few would not sacrifice the good of others to attain their own ends, unquote. I didn't, I didn't become a pastor because I wanted to have power over. In fact, the, uh, the Bible says the exact opposite. If you would be a, a pastor, you're here to serve your people, not to lord it over them. He gave his life for us. He sacrificed himself for us. Not to lord it over us, but to demonstrate that we must make sacrifices for our brethren. If we don't make sacrifices for our brethren, all is lost. We have to have that spirit of one body of true Israelites. One body of true Israelites. There is no other teaching like it. Every other philosophy teaches that you must be ruled over by your imam, by your rabbi by your king or queen, even in Judeo-Christianity, you have to be ruled over by the Pope, (laughs) or the poop, right? You'll be ruled over by the poop, and the, oh, even worse, in Protestantism, you have the board of directors, right? The presbyters. Oh, man, all these ignorant people who think they know better than the rest of us and have really... Once they get a, that's the problem with our people. Once our people get in a position of power, then power goes to their head. Not so much because they want to rule over people, but because they think they know better. And they obviously don't. Go to every, any denomination and you'll see ignorance on display. And of course, petty tyrants. Our people are ruled over by petty tyrants called Democrats. And there's a few Republicans like that as well. So their assessment of our nature is based on their assessment of their own nature, the Jewish nature. And they assume that we are just as bad as them. Okay. Normalcy bias, right. Very good, Swamp Fox. Our people just don't understand the danger at hand in the churches or the Jews aren't like us. We assume the Jews are good people. No, they are not. They're evil incarnate. They are evil incarnate. It's in their DNA. We can't stress that often enough. People in masses and people of the masses are guided by exceptionally shallow passions beliefs, customs, traditions, and sentimental theories and are inclined toward party divisions, a fact which prevents any form of agreement. This is correct, even when this is founded on thoroughly logical basis. Every decision of the mob depends upon an accidental or prearranged majority. 
which, owing to its ignorance of the mysteries of political secrets, gives expression to absurd decisions that introduce anarchy into government. Yeah, that's called democracy, folks. Democracy is anarchy in disguise. It's controlled anarchy. Actually, that's a good definition. Democracy is controlled anarchy. And you can see that in all of the staged events, such as the American Revolution, which was caused by Jewish banksters, our own Civil War, which was staged by Jewish banksters, World Wars One and Two, which were also staged by Jewish banksters, Vietnam, also staged by Jewish banksters, and all the conflicts around the world, staged by Jewish banksters, and the false flags of mass killings, also staged by Jewish banksters, with a few exceptions of deranged people who have just gotten out of control because their deranged minds were caused by Jewish banksters, right? So every once in a while you have a school shooting or a, a, a shooting at a post office where somebody just, is t- uh, let's say a black employee got told off by his white boss, so he went and bought a gun and shot the place up. That is caused indirectly by Jews, not directly by Jews, not staged by Jews, but their program of race mixing. Yeah, there's no way you can have stability with blacks and whites and all races mixed together in, into the so-called melting pot because our abilities and our tendencies, our aptitudes are totally different. As Paul says, do be not unequally yoked with unbelievers. Who are the unbelievers? Well, for us in identity, it's Judeo-Christians, it's Jews, it's non-whites. We're not to associate with those people. Be not unequally yoked with unbelievers. Now, but what about unbelievers of our own race? Well, we have to make an exception and try to preach to them if they're not ready to listen, as the word says. If you knock on the door of one household and they don't want to hear what you have to say, shake the dust off your feet and proceed to the next house. We're not to proselytize non-whites like in the darkest Africa. The covenant people are not instructed, have never been instructed, to preach to non-Israelites, to non-whites. We have never had that instruction. That is a modern Judeo-Christian tendency which the Jews actually did not invent that. It is the the masters of Judeo-Christianity, the Judeo-Christian ministry, who invented that nonsense, and they've done the Jews one better. Okay, As the word says, your proselytes are twice the children of hell as yourselves. So the Jews have made converts, And those converts are twice as evil as Jews. It's like you wind up the little uh, ever-ready bunny and you you fill his head full of ridiculous ideas such as ministering to blacks in Africa and then claiming you saved souls when you did nothing of the kind. And a lot of those ministers got boiled in, in, in missionary stew and never came back, and their relatives wondered, what happened to them? Oh, I don't know. They, the, the cannibals ate them. Ooh. <laughs> Gee, weren't they doing God's work? 
Good question. Weren't they doing God's work? No, they weren't. The Bible does not tell us to proselytize non-whites. Bottom line, it never tells us that. The covenant message is exclusive to Israel and Adam kind, period. But the church world doesn't. The church world, therefore, is just as evil as Jewry. As Ken and I were discussing this morning, the Catholic Church is just another version of Judaism. They make up all kinds of rules and regulations that aren't in the Bible and demand that you follow those rules and regulations. It's just as bad as Judaism. Okay, let's continue. Anarchy. Democracy is anarchy. Continuing with this long quote, in working out an expedient plan of action, it is necessary to take into consideration the meanness, the vacillation, the changeability of the crowd. Well, who sold the uh, liquor to the crowd to make them vacillate, mean, and changeable? Like uh, Barbara, Sister Barbara's trying to educate our people about what the Jews did to the Poles for a thousand years. Controlling the liquor industry, bribing officials, being tax collectors. The only thing they didn't think of in those days was to stage wars between one province and another. They didn't need to because the Polish people were totally under their control through money lending, usury, and alcoholism. Total control of the Polish people for a thousand years by those means. Simple. All you have to do is corrupt a Jewish landowner, I'm, I'm sorry, a Goy landowner, and you become his agent. You Jews become the agent of those Jewish landowners and kings and queens. And if those kings and queens don't you know, toe the line, the Jewish line, they have fatal accidents. The czars were trying to explain this to the world, but the Jews controlled the world press. And the the press that wasn't controlled by Jews wasn't paid attention to by the Goyim, such as the writings of Arnold Lease. If anybody had the Jews figured out, it was Arnold Lease. And there were many others. But most of that is so-called conspiracy literature. That literature is still available, but it's not on your library shelf and it's not for sale at your local bookstore. <laughs> you have to dig hard to get these books. But let's continue. Every decision of the mob depends upon an accidental prearranged majority. <laughs> That's a good one. It is necessary to realize that the force of the masses is blind, unreasoning, and unintelligent prone to listen now to the right and now to the left. Boy, is that true? Trump versus Biden? Who's really worse? A very perspicacious observer stated, as far as conservatives are concerned, the Republicans are more dangerous than the Democrats because conservatives think that the Republicans are going to do good. <laughs> no, they're just more crafty. They're more subtle in their manipulation of the 
people than the Democrats are. They promise peace. They promise uh, loyalty to the flag, to the Constitution. But when they get into office, they do the same things that the Democrats did. And that's why, in my opinion, I've stated this often enough, that they wanted Donald Trump as president because the conservatives of the country would follow COVID more readily if a Republican is in office than Hillary Clinton, for example. So if Hillary Clinton said, oh, we all have to get vaccinated, the conservatives would rebel. But when you have a so-called Republican in office, the conservatives, not a peep, not a peep out of them. Oh, Donald Trump, he's a, he's a Republican. He's a conservative. He must know what he's doing. He's a good guy. We all fell for the Q phenomenon. They all fell for it. <laughs> David Lee says, The churchianity church on my street is now a Hindu temple. Rama, Rama. <laughs> the, the, the monks are chanting in their saffron robes. The church is full of gold elephants and vegetarians meditating. <laughs> okay. All, and you know what they do when they go home? They, they go down to, uh, what is it? Uh, what's the, uh, what's the, uh, make believe Mexican restaurant that, uh, and get a burrito filled with beef, right? And maybe even some pork. But you know that none of these religions demand obedience, you know, to any of the laws. They just demand obedience to the guru. Obey the guru, and you're okay. And when the guru is not around, you do as you please. That's the basis of all religion in the world. That's that's the true basis of all religion, except Christian identity. We're the only ones who actually obey his laws, his laws, Yahweh's laws. So, yeah, prone to listen now to the right and now to the left. I guess we have, oh, Yahweh gave us two ears for a reason. <laughs> we hear Trump through our right ear and we hear Biden through our left ear. And somehow we don't realize that the agenda is the same. Quote, our triumph has also been made easier because in our relations with the people necessary to us, we have always played upon the most sensitive strings of the human mind. Yeah, they play us like an out-of-tune fiddle. On calculation, greed, and the insatiable material desires of men, especially addiction. Each of these human weaknesses taken separately is capable of paralyzing initiative and placing the will of the people at the disposal of the purchaser of their activities. Downright Luciferian genius. In these words, folks, Luciferian genius. Total manipulation of our minds because we trust them. We trust authority figures. The liberals used to have bumper sticker that said, question authority. I don't see those bumper stickers anymore. They're all about gay rights, transgenderism. Become a machine that uh, 
Rage Against the Machine. Some of these rock bands understood that. And their music reflected it, but they had to be very subtle in their lyrics not to offend the Jews. Otherwise, their music would not be promoted. Okay, but debauchery and Satanism is is rampant in popular music today. And transhumanism, transhumanism is rampant in... Uh, Beyonce is, in fact, the goddess of transhumanism. It's all over the entertainment world. It, just think of those, the original Mouseketeers and what clean-cut American kids they were, all white, for example, in the early days of Walt Disney. But Disney gave the Jews an idea, hey, let's use these kids as, as examples of transgenderism and homosexuality and race mixing, you know, because once the Jews took over the Disney Corporation, it became thoroughly Jewish and thoroughly propaganda for our kids. Now the educational system is just like Disney World. Anything goes and have fun doing it. Right? But you will get hooked. You will become one of their pawns and they will have strings attached to you. And you will dance like a puppet to their tune, whether you realize it or not. Let me start this paragraph over. In fact, let me read this whole paragraph. Again, our triumph has also been made easier because in our relations with the people necessary to us, which is the Shabazz Goys, the Adamites, who are fronts for the Jews. We have always played upon the most sensitive strings of the human mind, on calculation, greed, and the insatiable material desires of men. Each of these human weaknesses, taken separately, uh, you know, if they ha only controlled one, let's say the banking industry, if they only controlled that, they would easily buy up every other medium. If they only controlled the mass media, they're they would eventually control the banks, too, simply by advertising for banks, you know, and making money, and then start their own banks. One way or another, they calculate how to manipulate us. Manipulation is their DNA. It's in their DNA. That is their forte. Manipulation of the mind is their forte. And then they would invent psychoanalysis, by which they would psychoanalyze and tell us, oh, you need to have a Jewish psychoanalyst put put you on the couch and rape you and, and make you normal again, or their version of normal. Each of these human weaknesses taken separately is capable of paralyzing initiative and placing the will of the people at the disposal of the purchaser of their activities. And who? Arnelise, who he put it best. He says, the uh, the people are controlled by the politicians. The politicians are controlled by gold, and the Jew owns the gold. In the fifth protocol, this shrewd observation on human nature is to be found, quote, In all times, nations as well as individuals accepted words for acts. Yeah, they were trusting. 
they have been satisfied by that's what happened to Eve. Didn't the knock our stuff? You will surely not die. You will become like one of us, a, a goddess. Ooh, I like that idea. I want to be a goddess. They have been satisfied by what is shown them, rarely noticing whether the promise has been followed by fulfillment. Uh, you believe a Democrat? You believe a Republican? You, be, you believe their promises? For this reason, we will organize show institutions, like the two parties, which will conspicuously display their devotion to progress. No, it's feudalism. Progressivism is nothing but feudalism in disguise. And this from the 11th Protocol, quote, The Goyim are like a flock of sheep. They will close their eyes to everything because we will promise them to return all the liberties taken away after the enemies of peace have been subjugated and all the parties pacified. Is it worthwhile to speak of how long they will have to wait? Uh, how long have we had the two-party system? Have they accomplished anything? Has democracy been spread across the world by our military? Can democracy be spread by force among non-whites? Can republicanism be spread across the world by non-whites and by force? For what have we conceived all this program? and instilled its measures into the minds of the Goyim without giving them the possibility of examining its underside. If it is not for the purpose of attaining by circuitous methods that which is unattainable to our scattered race by a direct route, yeah, they'd never be able to achieve their mastery over us by a direct proclamation that, hey, we Jews are your masters, you do what we say. And our people say, hell with you, we're not doing it but they're doing it by design, by subtlety, by craftiness, the craftiness of Nachash. This is why you will never understand what's going on in the world if you don't read your Bible and read all the prophecies about the, uh, how the Jews, then sorry, initially known as the Kenites, the descendants of Cain, will manipulate us. <laughs> Mr. Kim Smith. Yeah, Beyonce probably can't blush. She can put on a costume for the portray every race, but she can't blush. That's correct. She cannot blush. They can put white face on her, but she can't blush. Notice also this very shrewd observation upon the joiners of secret societies. This estimate of being made by the protocols to indicate how easily these societies may be used to further the plan. Well, even Schopenhauer, who was very Jew-savvy, he was a German philosopher, and he was asked the question, you know, about how the Jews are capable of manipulating people through their media. And he said, how do the Jews control Arthur Schopenhauer? Easy. They just create a Schopenhauer society. And then the people who join that society will falsely believe that the teachings of Schopenhauer are being accurately portrayed by this Jewish-run Schopenhauer society. 
right? Just like Judeo-Christians falsely believe that Christianity is Jewish and that Jesus was a Jew and that Paul was a Jew. They repeat these lies ad nauseum and it seems like only those of us in identity can see through all the lies, see through the deceit. That's because why? Well, we see the prophecies being full about Israel being fulfilled in us and the prophecies about Esau, Edom being fulfilled in them. The remarks under this head are curtailed by the present writer because the protocols make reference to a very important secret order, the mention of whose name in this connection might lead to misunderstanding, and which is therefore reserved for future and fuller attention. It will, however, be of interest to the members of that order to see what the protocols have to say of it, and then check up the facts and see how far they correspond with the words. Well, he's either referring to B'nai B'rith, ADL, the Illuminati, or the Freemasons at this point. Any one of those four would certainly qualify as the power behind the scenes, you know, in the Wizard of Ad, the, Wizard, the Wizard of Ads, right? There you go, the Wizard of Ads, the Wizard of Oz, standing behind the curtain, pulling pulling the strings, controlling. There must have been a computer back there. There was a lever. It didn't show much of the console that the Wizard of Oz was uh, pulling, but I have to look at that movie again just for that scene. Maybe somebody can recall what that scene showed. I just vaguely recall that the Wizard of Oz, who was behind the curtain, was pulling levers, and he had a console by which he was directing things. You know, it's probably a banker's office by which is uh, pulling strings, uh, manipulating the stock market, <laughs> impoverishing the, those people who invest all their savings in the stock market, etc., etc. So here, here's what he says, and this is from the protocol. Which one is it? I'm not sure which one this is. He says, to continue, quote, the Goyim joined lodges. Well, definitely the Illuminati and the Freemasons out of curiosity or in the hope that through them they may worm their way into social distinction. Yeah, by being drawn into Satan's web. We therefore give them this success so that we can take advantage of the self-conceit to which it gives birth and because of which people unconsciously accept our suggestions without examination. Sly devils they are. You cannot imagine to what an extent the most intelligent goyim may be brought to a state of unconscious naivete under conditions of self-deceit and how easy it is to discourage them by the least failure, even the stopping of applause, or to bring them into a state of servile subjection for the sake of regaining it. Yeah, I want to return to the glory days when I was a total slave to the Jews. You know, at least I had money in those days. So, uh, how did uh, Mark Twain put it? Oh, yeah, he said, It is much easier to fool people than it is to convince them that they have been fooled. The Goyim are as ready to sacrifice their plans for the sake of popular success as our people are to ignore success for the sake of carrying out our plans. Uh, that's the difference between a Gentile and a Jew, right? The Jews, they can have the limelight if they want it, 
But uh, certainly the biggest conspirators don't want it. They are content to work behind the scenes and uh, rub their hands and drool over the money that they're raking in by fooling us. That is their reward. That is their pleasure. And, of course, debauching us is their second big, biggest pleasure. This psychology of theirs facilitates the task of directing them. Yes, blind ambition. Blind ambition. When all you have is materialism and all you see out in the world there is money, money, money and status and, uh, and various types of success, materialistic up the wazoo, and that's what's being promoted on television, in newspaper articles, magazines. Man, the advertising industry is just unbelievable. The full-page ads with a, how should I put this, a, a school marm. You take a school marm with horn-rimmed horn glasses and a, the smock she wears to work, and then you fit her up with all the cosmetics and the hairdo, uh, you know, the big hair, the big hair look, the bouffant of the 1960s, etc., etc., and the skimpy clothes, and voila, she's a sex goddess, don't you know? Let me repeat this. We therefore give them this success so that we can take advantage of the self-conceit makeup, to which it gives birth, and because of which people unconsciously accept our suggestions without examination. And feminism. What is feminism? But the Jewish exploitation of female revenge against men. Females wanting to take the positions of high-power offices which give us ulcers. So they can get those same ulcers and grow hair on their chest and hate us even more because now they're neither mothers nor top flight executives. You know, you have a few of these women parading around in suits, pantsuits. For women, they're called pantsuits, like, like Kamala Harris in her pantsuit. And she looks officious in her pantsuit. And she can deliver speeches almost as well as Joe Biden, right? If she hasn't taken a few tokes before going on stage. And she looks competent, has the image of competence, but she's a total pawn. That's all she is. So is Joe Biden. Nothing but a total pawn. But the Democrats think she's for real, think she's authoritative. Republicans know better, but the Republicans think that Donald Trump is authoritative, or the Bushes were authoritative. No such luck, folks. No such luck. You cannot imagine to what an extent the most intelligent goy may be brought to a state of unconscious naivete under conditions of self-deceit, and how easy it is to discourage them by the least failure. Even the stopping of applause, or to bring them into a state of servile subjection for the sake of regaining it. I mean, this is master psychology here, folks. Absolutely Luciferian master psychology. And only the Jews have ever accomplished anything like this. This just, this sentence alone proves the authenticity of the protocols. 
The Goyim are as ready to sacrifice their plans for the sake of popular success as our people are to ignore success for the sake of carrying out our plans. Because they revel in manipulating people. It's in their DNA. They get rich by manipulating us. So they don't have to worry about money. They don't have to worry about popular acclaim. If a Jew wants it, a rich Jew will give it to him. This psychology of theirs facilitates the task of directing them. Yes brainwashing. These are a few of the passages in which this estimate of human or goy nature is made out in words. But even if it were not so baldly stated, it could be easily inferred from various items in the program which was depended upon to break up Gentile solidarity and strength. It's all a continuation of what Nahash did to Eve in the garden. The method is one of disintegration. Break up the people into parties and sects. Sow abroad the most promising and utopian of ideas, and you will do two things. You will always find a group to cling to each idea you throw out, and you will find this partisanship dividing and estranging the various groups. We got this reigning. This is politics today, folks. Politics, economics, eh. Create create a number of lesser parties and see how many people cling to it. <laughs> Throw it on the wall and see what sticks. The authors of the protocol show in detail how this is to be done. Not one idea, but a mass of ideas are to be thrown out. And there is to be no unity among them. The purpose is not, you know, unity and diversity, right? Diversity is our strength. Yeah, it's a strength for the Jews. The purpose is not to get the people thinking one thing, but to think so diversely about so many different things that there will be no unity among them. The result of this will be a vast disunity, otherwise known as democracy, vast unrest, and that is the result aimed for. So who else is diabolical enough to compose this program, but the perfidious Jew, folks. Who else? <laughs> Brother Aver says, Kamali, Kamali, right? It's, it sounds like a uh, a dish. It was like a Kamali, sir. Yeah, have some, here, have some Kamalis. Oh, tamales, there you go. Tamale, Kamali. And... <laughs> He instead of Gee, great minds think alike. Unfortunately, there are too few great minds. Camel hairy ass, that's the suit. Yeah, camel hairy ass, that's the suit she wears. Come Allah, harass us. Come Allah, harass. Good one, Mr. Kim Smith. Great wordplay. The group in the chat room is having fun with this. Okay, that, and that's that's our nature, folks. We we are the sons of Isaac. Isaac means laughter. So, those of us who can see the dark humor in all this and make fun of the enemy, because we know we know number one that we're going to win this thing, and we know that we're going to have to go through a lot of tribulation before we win it. So let's just deal with the reality with the hand we're dealt, and play poker. And play poker. Yahweh will take care of us if if we obey his laws. Even if we lose that that poker, he will 
he will reward us for our righteousness. No doubt about it. That's what that's the promise of the Bible. And Yahshua said, When everyone around you hates you and turns against you and speaks evil about you, rejoice and be glad, because your restitution draweth nigh. Okay? It doesn't say, well, if everybody likes you, if everybody praises you and wants to be with you, but they only want to be with you if you have a lot of money, then then, then uh, be afraid because a lot of these people are just after you for want to hang on your coattails. <laughs> Kamala hairy ass. <laughs> want to hang on Kamala's hairy ass. <laughs> I love it. All right. Okay, so where was I? I'm having too much fun this morning, folks. Okay. Let's continue. When a theory makes it its appeal to the mind, the tendency is to believe that the mind that mi- that the mind which receives it always had it in essence. Yeah. Oh, no, no. I thought of that idea. I'm a genius. I'm the one who thought that up. And everybody wants to borrow borrow my idea. Well, I'm sure it was all done. There's no new thing under the sun when when Solomon was a wise man. And therefore, the experience has all the glow of original discovery. Well, every generation, right? every prop of kindergartners thinks all this old stuff is new, right? And then they grow up to be teenagers. They still think it's new. No, it's all been done before. It's just more and more perverted, more and more debauched, etc. There is nothing new under the sun. And the Bible teaches us that. So we have to be aware. Be prepared for another old trick in a new gown. And therefore, the experience has all the glow of original discovery. Oh, hey, check out the this hula hoop, right? <laughs> check out this... Uh, this, uh, what do you call those little boats with, uh, with sails on them? You stand in and, and you can sail across the water just standing on this, uh, surfboard with, with a sail. It looks like fun. I've never done it. I don't know what those things are called, but, uh, those would work great on Lake Michigan when it's calm. I don't know if you can sail those out in the ocean. I think the waves are too big, but some people do it. You better be a good swimmer, and you better be able to swim fast enough to evade the sharks if you do it out on the ocean. Anyway, oh yeah, and how about parasails? You can jump off a mountain and sail down to the ground and hopefully not crash into something on the way down or, or your sail collapse, your wings collapse, and down you go. Anyway, there's people who are willing to try anything. And no one who considered the list of dreams and vagaries and theories that have swayed the people through the centuries can doubt this. The more utopian, or how about those people who jump off of uh, towers with their bungee cords so that their, that their heads miss the ground by a foot and then they're bounced back up again. We've had a number of those bungee cords break, don't you know? The more utopian, the more butterfly-like the theory, the more it commands public adherence. Just uh, the bigger the lie, the better. Just as the protocols say, 
Goy society does not scrutinize the origin or the consequence of the theories it adopts. When a theory makes its appeal to the mind, such as the God particle, which is a ridiculous concept, there is no such thing, the tendency is to believe that the mind which receives it always had it in essence, and therefore the experience has all the glow of original discovery. How easy, well, from one generation to another, we are easily manipulated. In this manner, theory after theory has been exploited among the masses, theory after theory has been found to be impracticable and has been discarded, but the result is precisely that which the program of the protocols aims for. With the discarding of each theory, society is a little more broken than it was before. It is a little more helpless before its exploiters. It is a little more... <laughs> totally broken. It's an insane asylum. It is a little more helpless before its exploiters. It is a little more confused as to where to look for leadership. Third parties have never worked because if if they had an original idea and claimed to be following the Constitution yet again, it will not gain publicity and will therefore will not gain any, any adherence. Because money rules the world. Give me the power to issue a nation's currency, and I care not who makes its laws. Thus spake Meyer Amschel Rothschild. Probably no truer words have ever been spoken. And give that power to a Jew, and all hell breaks loose, slowly but surely. And in the midst of the confusion, everyone is dimly aware that there is a higher group that is not divided at all, but is getting exactly what it wants by means of the confusion that obtains all around. It will be shown, as claimed by the protocols, that most of the disruptive theories abroad in the world today are of Jewish origin. It will also be shown that the one solid unbroken group in the world today, thanks to the cohesiveness of money and greed, and the fact that they're they're united against us, but I see the tendency they're they're no longer united among themselves, and it's going it is going to fall apart. It's guaranteed that it is going to fall apart. It always has in the past, and America got them out of the last two world wars, but they don't have an America to turn to, to turn to this time, because it will fall apart, because they're going to get themselves in trouble. And there will be nobody to turn to except another Jew, and that is not going to solve anything. The group that knows where it wants to go and is going there regardless of the condition of society is the Jewish group. Amen to that. Or put it another way, parasites cannot live off of other parasites. They have to have a prosperous host to feed off of. And... Adam kind has always been the most prosperous host and also the most gullible host. The most dangerous theory of all is that which explains the rise of theories and social breakup which follows them. Yeah, we cannot explain reality. <laughs> and when we do, they won't believe us anyway. These are all symptoms of progress, we are told. If so, then progress is toward dissolution. No one can predicate 
the fact of progress on the ground that whereas our fathers made wheels to go round with the blowing wind or the running water, we make them go round by successive small explosions of gasoline. The question of progress is, where are the wheels taking us? <laughs> oh, how about those electric vehicles that catch fire so you can save the environment? Was windmill and water wheel society better or worse than the present society? Was it more unified in its morality? Well, actually it was. Did it more highly respect law? Did it produce a higher and sturdier type of character? Before the Jew corrupted it? Yes, it did. The modern theory of ferment, that out of all the unrest and change and transvaluation of values, a new and better mankind is to be evolved, is not borne out by any fact on the horizon. Well, what does it say on the Statue of Liberty? Give me your wretched refuse. <laughs> Let us integrate America and turn it into that seething pot boiling over with trouble. The witch's brew predicated by the Jewess who wrote that poem. It is palpably an, a theory whose purpose is to make a seeming good out of that which is undeniable evil. The theories which cause the disruption and the theory which explains the disruption as good come from the same source. The whole science of economics, conservative and radical, capitalistic and anarchistic, how about communistic, is of Jewish origin. This is another of the announcements of the protocols which the facts confirm. Now all of this is accomplished not by acts but by words. The word brokers of the world, oh, fantastic, absolutely fantastic. That's why we do word studies in our Bible studies, folks. We have to know the true meanings of words. And, of course, George Orwell's you know, inversion of the meanings of words, that is doublespeak. They have one meaning for a word. We have another, such as Gentile, right? What is a Gentile? They've led us to believe that a Gentile is a non-Jew, but there is no such word in Scripture, so it's a meaningless word. But to those people who use that word and accept it as a reality, it is very meaningful to them, and it gives them a false impression that the Jews are Israel and we are Gentiles. That's a false reality, folks. The international Jews with which these articles deal and their philosophy and practice are precisely set forth in the protocols. Amen to that. All right, so you can see, ladies and gentlemen, that this book, The International Jew, is must-reading for every white person. So this, is, this article is free. Uh, the link is in the chat room. It's at the uh, international, uh, sorry, the uh, archive, archive.org, archive.org.com, no, no, archive.org, and you can uh, access this article there, The International Jew, by Henry Ford. It is really must-reading, but you, know, you will never see it popularly uh, dealt with. Okay, so we have time uh, for one more paragraph here. Take for illustration these passages. The first is from the first protocol. Quote, Political freedom is an idea, not a fact. It is necessary to know how to apply this idea when there is need of a clever bait to gain the support of the people for one's party, if such a party has undertaken to defeat another party already in power. 
This task is made easier if the opponent has himself been infected by the principles of freedom or so-called liberalism, and for the sake of the idea will yield some of his own power. So, a good example would this be black Africa. Black Africa never had a concept of liberty or freedom. All they had was tribalism. But transplant those blacks and uh, let them become slaves on a southern plantation and give them the idea of liberty and freedom, which they never had in Africa. They never desired it in Africa, but all of a sudden they desired it here in America because some Jew said, and the Jews encouraged slavery of blacks, right? They, most Jews actually in America owned slaves, owned black slaves. They just gave up the practice for the greater will of the international Jew and blamed it all on white people, okay, for division. So no black in history ever had an idea of freedom or liberty until they were brought over here to America by the Jews to give them that idea to cause a civil war. That was all part of the plan, folks. That was all part of the plan, and, and if such a party has undertaken to defeat another party already in power, this task is made easier if the opponent has himself been infected by the principles of freedom or so-called liberalism, democracy, right? And for the sake of the idea, will yield some of his own power. And that's communism where otherwise free people give up their authority, freedom, and own power to be ruled over by a Jew. That's communism. All right, folks, thanks for listening. Praise Yahweh, pass the ammunition. We need to wake up as many of our fellow Adamites as possible in the coming weeks, months, and years. It's going to get worse before it gets better. Mark my words. Thanks for listening. Praise Yahweh, pass the ammunition. See you all uh, next time and uh, also at uh, Voice of Christian Israel coming up at 11 Central. Take care. Yahweh bless everybody. Bye-bye.